Next up on Racing HQ, Adrian Botts on the line. Good morning, Adrian. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Anthony. You've had a good week. Before we get into today's runners, uh, Zoom on doing the, the double, the Caloundra Cup into the Grafton Cup double on Thursday. He's just absolutely airborne, that horse. Yeah, he is. He's in, um, he's in great form at present. He's been very consistent in his preparation. Uh, yeah, just continued to improve. I, I wasn't sure sort of how much sort of further improvement there was off the back of his win in Queensland uh, going to Grafton. But, you know, I, I thought he did it, did it very well. So, um, yeah, he's, he, he's an improving, likely race stayer. And, um, yeah, if he keeps taking those, those, those steps forward, well, he, he might be able to feature in um, some of the um, spring, spring races for us. Yeah, I noticed he's a $51 chance in the Caulfield Cup and a 101 in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, what do you do with him next? Does he, does he have another run this time in or do you look towards some better races in the spring? Yeah, look, I, I think there's probably just time to give us a, a little freshen up. There's not too many sort of races for him probably sort of uh, immediately. So um, sort of falls into a little bit of an awkward time. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we might better just give him a freshen up in the paddock for, uh, for a couple of weeks and then try and turn him around pretty quickly into the, into the spring and obviously have that advantage of sort of carrying carrying that residual fitness through to, to a couple of those sort of early targets. Um, I guess the, the challenge is being able to sort of keep him up in, in that form, you know, all the way through to a, a race like the Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup. It's sort of a, a long campaign for them. Um, so we'll just see how he progresses after a little freshen up. All right, that is Zumon who took out the, the Grafton Cup on Thursday. He's a $51 chance in the Caulfield Cup and a 101 in the Melbourne Cup for those future markets on tab fixed odds. Adrian, before we get into today's runners, I spotted one yesterday at the trials. I thought we'd tell our listeners about a two-year-old colt by Piero. His name's LeVampires. He's looked pretty sharp at the trials. What's your opinion of him and when might we see him at the races? Yeah, um, yeah, I've got a really nice opinion of this colt. Um, you know, it's... He's just one that's sort of continued to improve at every stage of this, this preparation. And you know, his first trial, um, it probably surprised me the, the amount of sort of speed he showed over those shorter trips, and then um, sort of uh, taking that improvement again to yesterday's trial. He, he looked fantastic. So a um, lot of upside with him. I, I feel a lot of a lot of progression. He got a bit of scope to um, sort of being by Pierre and sort of physically. I feel he got a bit of scope to get over a little bit further. Um, sort of be a nice um, you know, sprinter mile for us over the over the. Uh, yeah, you know, sort of probably find a nice handy race for him over the spring, but I think uh, once we sort of see him in the autumn, um, you know, might see a um, yeah, hopefully a really nice colt for us next time in as well. Yeah, jot his name down, listeners. His name is Le Vampires. He's unraced, but he's a colt by Piero's looked very sharp at the trials. Another one I saw there yesterday, Platinum Jubilee. Adrian, she trialed well. That was her first trial back. Will she need another one before going to the races? Yeah, most certainly. She'll she'll have another one and then kick off in the. Um, in the Princess series, so I think she's got a bit of time for, for that. Um, two weeks' time, she'll have another trial, and that should have her uh, ready to roll in the uh, in the first Phillies race to, to, to kick off the season. Terrific. We'll keep an eye on her. Ramwick today, you line up race one, horse number one, the little pumper for Adam Hieronymus, his favourite. Bolted in three weeks ago, first up at Canterbury. Did he need that trial to just keep him ticking over? Does he need a bit of work to keep fit between runs, Adrian? Oh look, he's he's pretty good in that regard. He's not necessarily a big sort of gross type, but more just the uh, the length of time between races. Um, so he won really impressively. I think about sort of four, sort of three four weeks ago. So I just needed something to keep him up to up to the mark, stepping up to the fourteen hundred metres. But um, yeah, I think that trip should be should be ideal for him. Um, yeah, I think his class was able to get him through there the other day at Canterbury. Um, yeah, I, I feel he should be stronger over this sort of distance. Should just 
should just sort of really suit him. So he seems to have trained on trained on nicely for us. He strikes me as a very straightforward horse. No gear, good racing pattern, just goes about his business. Is he the same at home to handle for your staff? Yeah, he's been great. Um, yeah, particularly for his uh, comeback, this, this preparation as a gelding. Uh, there wasn't sort of anything sort of, uh, any, any behavioural issues, but certainly just sort of, um, yeah, just made him sharpen him up that little bit more as a, as a racehorse now. And um, yeah, he's, he's um, physically he's in, in, in good shape. Mentally, he feels he's um, yeah, racing with a bit of, bit of confidence at present. So, um, yeah, no, really pleased with him. Have you got aspirations of a, a perhaps a golden rose for him? I know he needs to keep winning, but he is in that market. What's your aspirations with him as we head to sort of the early part of the spring? Yeah, look, it wasn't necessarily kept all the options open for him. wasn't necessarily the the, the plan for him coming into the campaign, but um, you know it, it, they, they can improve sort of quite sharply coming off the back of that sort of uh, initial two year old campaign. So uh, yeah, a performance like today will give us a, a good indication. Um, yeah, certainly if, if he's able to win and win very impressively, they're the types of races that you probably need to, to, to reconsider and readjust. You know, it comes around sort of pretty quickly into the spring, so sometimes it can be quite, quite handy having a, um, you know, having a horse going in there with a um, sort of bit of fitness on, 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 on their side. Um, so we'll just see, 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 mm. how, see how it progresses. He'll get over a little bit further, I, I feel, as well. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what today throws for us. Race four, lining up with number five, special envoy here for Adam Hieronymus, the, the Frankel gelding, the former UK horse. Did anything come out of that first up run at Rose Hill? He sat outside the leader and just dropped out. Anything come out of that? No, nothing that we could sort of put our, our, our finger on. Obviously, um, you know, sort of quite, or well, very disappointing there. Sort of, he started, you know, quite well in the market on, on that day, sort of off the back of a, a, a few good trials. Um, I thought he just sort of, Raced a little bit sort of keenly there outside the lead, just never quite sort of settled. So over that sort of trip, it was sort of being first up and you know, his first attempt here at Australia, he may have sort of just been um, left himself there vulnerable late. So, um, you know, sort of kept the work right up to him. He seems in, in, in good shape in, in between. So no um, no excuses and no reason why um, we shouldn't be lining up again today. And hopefully we can see him you know, turn that back around and um, sort of produce more what we saw in line with, with him at the trials. Yeah, he had trialled quite well prior to that first up run. He trialled very well for a middle distance horse. Do you just give him the benefit of the doubt then, Adrian, and, and go again before sort of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak? Yeah, look, I think with these Europeans, you, you have to. And um, yeah, usually in their first racing campaign here, you know, we're, we're not usually sort of expecting too much um, from them. They, um, you know, it takes that little bit of a, a adjustment for them uh, just to... You know, sort of uh, adjust to the, the Australian sort of way of racing. Um, so, um, yeah, certainly forgiving of that, but really expected him to be more competitive there first up. Um, Want to see that improvement today. And if, if, if we don't see that yet, yeah, most likely we'll sort of look to give him a freshen up and, and start afresh again. And you know, I'll, I'll definitely bank on him being, um, you know, much more seasoned and, um, you know, better horse next time around for us. In race five, you've got number seven, High Dubai, for, for Zach Lloyd. Um, last start at Rose Hill, she was leading it and looked the winner. Did she shy at the big screen or was it the whip? She just sort of drifted out there the last little bit and it perhaps cost her. What was Zach's feedback? Yeah, look, he, um, look she, she was tough on, the, on, on that occasion. She may have just sort of been sort of reaching the, the, the peak of her run, just sort of getting out a bit under, under pressure there. She, she changed strides sort of 
um, you know, 50 metres out as well. And, you know, that sort of might have just been the, the, the difference there. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, she might have just sort of peaked on, on the run sort of being second up. But, yeah, it was a, a, a good sort of sustained pressure from the outset. She had to do that little bit of work to, to hold the front and hold the lead. And they sort of kept up a, a nice tempo throughout. Yeah, certainly sort of played the conditions on the day. She stuck on very well, but just that, that early early work uh, may have just um, found her sort of fe- feeling the pinch late. Yep, so at 1,200 today, um, is there any issues with a strong 1,200 where there's a, in, in a race where there does look to be some pressure? Is it all dependent on how soft she gets it in those early stages? Yeah, look, um, she's pretty versatile. We saw first up over the 1,000 metres, she, she was able to sit off and then um, yeah, produce a, a good, strong um, you know, run late. I, I'm not really concerned by the, the distance. Uh, I, I think she'll handle that. Uh, yeah, certainly does. The race does look to have a bit more um, pressure in there, and, and that sort of may give Zach a few options there just to, to, to be that little bit conservative and have a, uh, with a bit of cover if, if, if he feels that's the uh, yeah, best way to, to go today. So something, uh, once we get a chance to have a look at the final fields and, and, and the speed maps again this morning, if there's any adjustments, and we sort of final up those, those, those plans, which she, she can be versatile if needed. Got you on a dodgy line there, Adrian. We'll just push on for the moment. We'll see how far we get with this dodgy line. Race eight, horse number three, Stonecoat for Adam Hieronymus. Gee, he's got some tick of this horse. He was he looked like he was beaten for all money three weeks ago and he fought back to win in a deceptive photo. How does this line up for him today? Yeah, he's in, in, in great shape. Um, yeah, delighted to get that risola. Um, and he's a tough, tough horse. He's, he's a type of horse who probably never win by uh, big margins. He, he's sort of pretty, pretty laid back, pretty casual. Uh, just does what he has to at home in his work and he obviously sort of the same in his races but sort of was probably vulnerable at that sort of trip first up um, second up now getting to, to the mile um, you know probably more favourable conditions so I'm expecting some improvement off that first up run and yeah couldn't have, couldn't have been happier with his return That little nine week freshen up after his win over in Adelaide that obviously gives you the opportunity to get some longevity out of him through the winter in the early part of the spring is that the plan with him? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, there just sort of wasn't too many options for him off, off the back of that um, that win in Adelaide. Really impressive there, sort of stepping up to that grade. Um, that trip down there just took a little bit out of him at the time, so that was sort of the reason we, we sort of gave him that sort of freshen up. Um, it's worked out well for him. He, he's been able to have that bit more time to mature. And he's building a, a, a very good record and it's probably, you know, continues to be a little bit sort of underrated in, in, in that regard. As I said, he doesn't. he's not sort of the flashiest track worker or... Um, you know, in, in, in these sort of racing patterns. So, uh, but if you sort of look through his his, his results and the form around him, it's been, been pretty good and pretty consistent throughout his career. Mm. Not dissimilar to the little pumper who's uh, on the improve and, and just sort of keeps raising the bar. If, if he can win again today and, and he's about to turn four, could you keep him going for a, for a golden eagle? Is that in the back of your mind with him? Yeah, it certainly is. Um, you know, if, if he's able to qualify himself for, for a race like that, would um, yeah, certainly look at it. Um, look, obviously, he's still got to uh, go that little bit further to keep, keep um, yeah, keep improving to get himself to that point and, and get himself qualified. But um, if he if he is and able to keep winning and and, and and sort of get himself in there, well, certainly wouldn't um, certainly wouldn't knock it back. You know, those those horses that do sort of find that form and um, when you keep raising the bar, they keep sort of stepping up there. To, yeah, you know, sort of wouldn't wouldn't deny him the opportunity by any means.